You're listening to Derek McCutcheon's Rebellious Jukebox. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
Good evening and welcome to Rebellious Jukebox here in Cam Glen Radio on 107.9 FM with me, Derek McCutcheon, with you as usual on a Monday. We kicked off there with Bob and hopefully Bob will be in next week playing live for us and he's got a gig on January the 30th at the Classic Grand which you need to get yourself along to. What's coming up in the show tonight? Well, I'll be speaking to the Girl Fridays later in the show. Find out about their new single available on 7-inch vinyl. And as a consequence, we've got a bit of a kind of garage punk rock and roll vibe going on with the, the tunes. So here's Edinburgh's Secret Admirer, and this is the thing. On Cam Glen Radio. Sing towns 
that was the Pharisees, and he built the motorway home. I, I saw them at the beginning of the year in McCool's. And uh, somebody's been in here and played live for us is the Rag and Bone Man. This is, is from this year, and it's, it's shoplifting at Farm Foods.
Campbell and Radio, 107.9 FM, your voice, your music, and your station. <laughs>
Uh, yeah, first you had shoplifting at Farm Foods and then we had breaking into Aldi. But shoplifting at Farm Foods is from the Riga, Re, the by, the, I'll start again. The Rag and Bone Man's album, Genetically Horrified, which did come out in April this year. And then obviously it's a bit older, the breaking into Aldi. I think that's 2016 with the Fat White Family. And it looks as though they've got activity next year. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they get up to. Here's Helicon. It's from the new album which was released this year. This is Flume.
Derek McCutcheon. On Cam Glen Radio. That was a gun club there with Mother of Earth. And up next, well, in fact, we're going to play Billy Childish first in his famous headquarters with this wondrous day. And right after that, we've got that, a local band, the Animal Mothers, with Billy Childish, which is from 2015. <laughs> Wow. 
Across the southeast of Glasgow. This is Cam Glen Radio. 107.9 FM. Your voice, your music, your station.
That was Lee Day Jesus there with the title track from their album. That was Lobby Music. And yeah, we should you should go out and go and see them if you can. And they are playing in, in Glasgow as part of the State of Music's Winter Series. Uh, they're playing the classic grand the 25th, 27th of February. And I mentioned Bob earlier on and his gig as part of the State of Music's Winter Series as well. So you can assure yourself that that uh, lineup of gigs have got good artists on them anyway. Now, I did at the weekend, I caught up with the Girl Fridays, uh, Ms. Boom and Miss Sue Kazuki. They've got a new 7-inch single out, proper single on vinyl, double A-sided. So let's hear the first track from it. This is Double Crossing, Double Agent. That was the Girl Fridays there with Double Crossing, Double Agent, and I'm pleased to welcome Miss Boom and Miss Sue Kazuki from the band. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. Now, obviously, I've got two members here tonight. Who else is in the band? We have uh, a Rotator Cough, and that's Liana. She's our drummer. And we've got um, Lightning, um, and that's Saskia. Um, You may know Saskia from the Nettles, Sally School, Lord Rochester, um, Big Big Russ and Lightning, Lightning Hollins. 
Um, yeah, she's been in quite a few bands and she's the author of um, a book about the Delmonas and the head Coatees. I was going to say being about a bit, but is that the right thing to say? <laughs> Uh, this, this is going out tomorrow, Manette. She might send us a message with a few words. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been together then? Ooh, I think it's about seven years now, isn't it? Yeah, I thought it was six. But yeah, yeah you're probably right. And because like, when um, it was very bizarre because we all kind of uh, had kind of uh, been involved with the Girls Rock School in Edinburgh in some kind of a capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that time, I was singing in the the Edinburgh Got Soul Choir. So, and I knew Debbie from the kind of a, the garage punk scene in Edinburgh and the kind of a Franklin Fest, um, kind of a, the garage nights. Um, but only just to kind of a see her and say hi. So we, we didn't, we weren't very close at that point. But you know, things have changed after those kind of a seven years. But yeah, we all kind of a. Um, you know, I'd started um, attending the Girls Rock School, which was kind of a um, started um, from kind of a females in Edinburgh who were in kind of a bands, kind of a girls bands in kind of the 90s. And kind of a, I'd recognised that there wasn't that many kind of a female and women um, represented in, ben, in kind of in bands um, currently. So obviously very, very passionate about music and very passionate about, you know, encouraging women to um, get involved in playing instruments and forming bands and, and just being creative. Um, so, you know, I went there to learn to play the bass guitar um, and uh, I met Sean, who was our original guitarist to the Girl Fridays. So Shawnee was um, at the Girls Rock School as well, and she was playing guitar. So Shawnee and I met up at that point, and then we were always talking about, oh, let's like, you know, let's form a band together, let's do something. And then the second term commenced, and I believe Debbie, you started in the second term. Yeah, the Girls Rock School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so I was coming to the end of this of that term, um, and there was an advert that. Sean had put on Facebook saying that she was looking for people to play with um so I was I think at that point I was just like I'm so desperate to get out and play um that I just responded and um yeah we just kind of hit it off and we had a few overlaps um musically which kind of snowballed and then eventually um we asked Suzanne to join, um, and then later on, um, Liana joined. Um, so that was the kind of beginnings of it, really. Mm-hmm. You mentioned different influences there, but obviously we've got to talk about the kind of garage punk rock and roll. Mm. Did you, you all have yeah. that as a common theme? Or? No, no, yes and no. I mean, I myself, I'm from a garagey kind of 60s background from when I was a teenager. Um, But I think when Sean was very much on the punk side of things, um, but we had a few overlaps like um, the cramps um, and Southern Culture on the skids. Mm. They were the two kind of overlaps that we had. Even though I'm not a massive fan of either of those bands, but um, 
yeah it was just common ground really and yeah we just started to do a few covers mm -hmm. but then we started to write our own songs as well so yeah. going down that road it was kind of organic then was it yeah yeah definitely yeah. and i think that's like you know um from the very beginning you know it's like well actually what what are we who are we what is the kind of a sound that we want to produce but we never really came up with an answer to that one, you know, and we all have our different kind of a tastes in music. Um, and it was it just kind of a, like you said, it formed organically, um, the kind of a, the music. Debbie, Debbie writes the majority of our songs. She's a fabulous um, kind of a songwriter. She comes up with some classic games, um, just absolute bangers. And, um, and then we all kind of a get together and just kind of a come up with, you know, um, the music from it and what kind of a, what we can bring to it and what we can contribute. And my kind of a history of his music is like, you know, it's varied. It's absolutely varied. You know, I'm very much into kind of a blues grass, um, touching a little bit of country, rhythm and blues, a bit of popcorn. Um, I love like the Foo Fighters, um, Nick Cave, Susie the Banshee, The Cure. So it's really, really, really vast, you know. And again, you know, love the um, the cramps as well, kind of a garish punk, the OCs, you know, B-52s, the 5678s. It's honestly, it's vast, it's vast, you know. I've got a big um, collection. Um, and it, yeah, it's just music, you know. And then when we're all together, it just comes really, really organically. And um, and you know, the the band allow me to just kind of uh, entertain myself for a moment, and you know, howl like a monkey or scream like a <laughs> monkey. <laughs> so they just they give me free reign to do what I want, which is fabulous. I just love it. But all what you mentioned there, it all, all has its roots in rock and roll, I guess, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, it was just saying that like Liana as well, you know, her kind of a taste in music is very different from all of us. Um, but which is great because she brings something really unique and different to the band. And she's always talking about bands that I'd never even heard of. And so really kind of a more recent bands as well. And she kind of gets me interested and curious about the bands that she talks about as well. The, the most recent one that she kind of mentioned and I've been listening to, you know, um, in the car, like heading to work, is Billy Nomates, you know. So just getting into loads of different kind of a songs and you know artists through Liana. No, yeah, she's a fan of idols. Oh, <laughs> yeah, or the or the idols, as I call them. I oh, don't shut. No, I should. Yeah, you're going to get crucified for the idols. <laughs> no, you. Your first release, as far as I'm aware, was 2019. Was that your first release? Jeez, was it that far back? Yes. Well, there's yeah. that lost couple of years in there, you know, so when I speak to folks, I know. there's a lost couple of years there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. Is Love this the next official release then, since then? Yeah. Well, we did the sort of very limited edition, Um which um, Brian Atkinson, I don't know if you're familiar with Brian, um, he's in uh, Los Coyote Men and um, the Gateshead Coats. Um, yeah, so he he put a limited edition of 20 out just a few months ago. Mm -hmm. um, and it was a bit of a vanity project for us, really. We, You know, we didn't make any money from it. We just really wanted to put something out um and because 
we are kind of on the spin out nuggets label wow. you, you know there's quite a big wait for release dates because lee who runs the label is absolutely backed up with releases so we were just like no we want to put something out before then and we've just recorded all these tracks um so he very kindly put it out in a pizza box like a limited edition um and it's got a t-shirt in there and a little kazoo um it's, it's such yes it's an amazing set yeah yeah, so he did that on Reduced to Clear Records. Um, and we're all, we're friends, good friends with Brian and his partner, Christine. And, you know, it's part of being sort of on that scene is, you know, connecting with people that you've got like an affinity with. Um, and yeah, we just all really like Brian and, you know, know that he'll deliver what we want, really. So we were happy for him to go ahead and put that out. Yeah. And it's one of the tracks is like our theme, the Girl Friday's theme, uh -huh. which has got a kazoo on it. So if you're lucky enough to get box set, then you can play along with your own kazoo. Um, <laughs> and then on the, on the B side is a track by Southern Culture on the Skits um, called Camel Walk, which is... I think a favorite of ours and seems to be a favorite of the audience as well. Um, it always seems to go down really well. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's a cracking number. Um, and yeah, we didn't want to get sort of in trouble with Southern culture on the skids <laughs> um, copyright <laughs> or anything like that. So we just did it on a very, very limited release. Um, it's all sold out now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think it sold out in three minutes or something. Three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, you mentioned the Girl Friday, so I've got to ask you about the name then. How did the name come about? Um, uh, I think I was looking online for some inspiration and thinking about, you know, well, yes, we're all, I mean, girl... I know some people have a problem with that, but I don't because I think we've reclaimed it. Um, and the obviously sort of the history of that, I think, you know, a massive influence of mine was like the head coats, the head coatees particularly. So I took that from there. Um, and Girl Fridays, it was on a badge. Um, it said the girl, the, well, it said the girl Fridays club. Um, I just thought girl Fridays sounds cool. <laughs> so, yeah, that was it really. Now, you mentioned that Debbie does the songwriting or writes the songs anyway. And we played them with Double Cross and Double Agent, but who can tell me about that one then? You can, yeah. see, Suzanne, go on. No, Debbie, you crack on with it. This is, <laughs> this is, this is your creation and your invention of your trilogy and yes it might be <laughs> oh my gosh I wrote it in literally five minutes and um so I have this character who is the double crossing double agent oh. and um he he's yeah he's a typical kind of 60s spy like uh Harry Palmer um He's very sort of, you know, he's quite suave and he gets all the ladies. 
Um, so I think, you know, it's written with that in mind. It's it's written from that perspective. Um, and so he is also the character who is on the other track as well. Um, so Ejectacy is about him. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, there's kind of, there's a few songs. There's another one that I have as well lined up. <laughs> That, that has, you know, he's the main character. Um, but I think I think we might have to kill him off. I'm not sure. <laughs> so yeah, subject matter then? He needs a demise. Yeah. <laughs> so when it comes to subject matter then, could it be anything? Yeah. Subject. For mm. the songs, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, no, we, I mean... We're very much, we have, we don't take ourselves too seriously. So we're kind of a bit tongue in cheek. Um, we love, you know, kind of a horror movies and kind of a cult movies, you know. So we were, you know, Debbie wrote a song about Dracula, you know, and um, so, and it's just fun. You know, we get to make Dracula noises and I get to shout, bite me and tease the audience and, and um, yeah, with the big knicker twist as well. It's that kind of, a, okay, we're, I always say we're kind of a ladies of a certain age and perhaps they like to wear big knickers, you know, just to, <laughs> just to hold things in. <laughs> but also I have to add as well, like, you know, we, I guess the kind of a, the people that we hang out with and the people that we have an affinity with, they're very much in line with that vintage culture as well. And they dress in a particular manner. And with that, you may be wearing a corset, you know, or some kind of a vintage underwear as well. So we wrote a song about wearing big knickers, you know, and we kind of uh, turned it into a twist. Um, and, you know, it's just fun. It's fun, you know, and everybody gets up dancing to it and the kind of a grand finale is that, you know, we, I get an opportunity to throw knickers into the audience, which has the girl Friday's face is right on the front of them. And, but <laughs> I... And the, the audience love it. They're always fighting for the knickers. And even there was one gig that we did in Edinburgh down Leith Walk. And at the end of the gig, I was heading home with my bag of percussion and waiting for a taxi to pick me up. And there's a, a, a gentleman staggering down the street, you know, doing that kind of a three steps forward, two step backwards walk. And he's, he's walking towards me, but he can't see me. You know, he's completely oblivious. Um, and... Um, you know, he's got his T-shirt and a pair of jeans on, but on top of his jeans, he was wearing the Golf Friday's knickers. And it was just, <laughs> it was just hilarious watching um. this man walking down the street, pissed at his face, doing that walk with the Golf Friday's knickers. I actually don't even know if he was at the gig, but, <laughs> <laughs> but he had the knickers on anyway, but that, that tickled me. <laughs> yeah, let's hope he was there. I know. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I suppose with like songs like Big Nick Twist, I think, you know, we're not trying to be like sexy. We're trying, I think it's the opposite. We're trying to just, yeah. we're just being funny about it. And, you know, it's like the opposite of women throwing knickers at Tom Jones. We're kind of the ones throwing the knickers at the audience. Um, so, yeah, it, there's there's nothing... Yeah, it's just about like Suzanne said, it's just about fun really. Yeah. And having a having a bit of a twist and a shimmy yeah. um, at yeah. the end of the night. Uh, and like even like one of the songs that I wrote was about kind of a, a personal love story of my own and heartache. But then we kind of turned it into something with an element of the Shangri-Las, you know, and it's like 
you know, oh, is that, you know, Sue Shandy's boyfriend Johnny at the bar with another woman? <laughs> you know, shock horror. <laughs> you know, so we kind of brought humour into that as well. Because, you know, like we said, I, don't, I personally don't want to be taken too serious. I think, you know, you know, the, the life that we all live and the work that some of us do as well can be really quite stressful. And um, I think we need to have just fun, you know. Um, need an escape. So we've got to see you live. That's what you're saying as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm d- disappointed that you've not seen us before. Yeah. <laughs> and we can talk about that as well. But songwriting, then, if you just go back to the songwriting, you know, is it lyrics first or is it a, a melody or a riff that starts things? How does it work? I mean, I can only speak for me, but I, I think usually I find it really easy to write songs down, you, you know, quite quickly. Um, and then I might hear something and I think, oh, I'll, I'll borrow a bit of that from there and a bit of that from there um, and try and come up with a tune. But, you know, sometimes it does work the opposite way around as well. Um, so it, I don't think there's, I don't really have a method to it. Um, it's just, I guess, something that I do that brings me quite a lot of joy, <laughs> usually. Um so yeah, I just try to keep it simple. Um, are, are you writing all the time, or no, no? And you know, I'm actually just for clarification, I'm not the only writer. You know, Suzanne has written as well, and so does Saskia. So, you know, it's it's not always it's not always me. Um, and I love it when other people write songs because it gives me a break. Mm. Because not everybody wants to hear about, you know, silly double agents and pants and <laughs> so. <laughs> it's nice to talk to somebody about a single, which is actually a single and and if you want to call it double A-sided as well, because, you know, in this day and age, it's not often that people are releasing physical stuff, but you've got the seven inch single and it's available in Spin Out Nuggets. How, how did that come about? Is this people that you know? Yeah, we... I think we've known Lee for a while and he's been a fan of the band and and I think um David Debbie had made um contact with him and, and developed a relationship with him. He'd been and I think he's he's put up some bands that we are fond of as well. And um so he was always on our radar. Um and, and then as I said, like Debbie kind of had kind of a developed a, a friendship with him and a relationship and and kind of a spoke about would you consider releasing something for us as well um so after the kind of the first release it was really quite a natural progression to kind of a continue with Lee and the spin out nugget and um to kind of a release the second one and I've got to ask you about the artwork as well which is pretty cool and it tells you it kind of tells you what's in the tin as well would you agree yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because we were, I absolutely, because we were, it was funny because I think we were all um, pinging back emails back and forth going, what were we going to have on the cover? And um, and I had kind of sent some pictures, Debbie sent some pictures, Saskia sent some pictures, and Liana, Liana is an artist, um, and that's our kind of a profession. Um, and then Liana says, well, I'll take the concepts that everybody's kind of thrown at me and see if we can kind of uh, create something. So she created the original concept of having the double agent, you know, and then having us with our helmet heads and out being in outer space and that sense of being ejected out into space. And then um, 
but we've got a wonderful relationship with Chris Taylor and, and he has done some artwork for us before and he's created our, our logo, the Girl Friday's kind of a logo and, and his artwork is wonderful. It's very kind of a, how do you describe it? That kind of a pop culture uh, and kind of atomic type kind of a yeah. artwork. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely very kind of mid-century, yeah. 60s sort of, yeah, it's just... Amazing. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And um and Chris as well, he's in um the Razor Bells. Uh-huh. Um and yeah, we've kind of a gig with them as well. And they've been up in Scotland playing. Um they do a fantastic night down in Shipley. Um and they're taking off. It's fabulous. They're constantly posting on Facebook for other gigs and other bands coming to join them playing in Shipley. So it's yeah, that kind of a Shipley area is really kind of getting quite known now and popular in relation to um, garage punk, a bit of surf, um, mm-hmm. a bit of trash. Yeah, to come to Shipley. It's brilliant. It's really, really growing. Um, and yeah, we love his artwork. He's, he's a really top guy. I mean, family anyway. Really? So we, we just love them. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Lee and the record label, where's Lee based then? He's down in Cornwall. Cornwall? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I but you've kind of discussed it there. I, I thought that the the sleeve, you know, there's a sixties cartoony space like Jetsons, that kind of vibe on it. Yeah. And I guess yeah. that's reflected in the music as well. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> where, where do we find it then? Where's the best place to go and get it? Um, so we've just received our copies. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna put them up on Bandcamp shortly um so that would be a good place you can also still get them through spin out nuggets um and we'll kind of probably distribute them around some record shops like um elvis shakespeare um and i i can't remember which record shops are in glasgow but yeah we did put some out in the music and mono that these kind of places see the support the independent stuff and at the obviously as well will happen there so yeah. gigs then tell us about gigs of getting in the pipeline and glasgow does that feature at all mm-hmm. yeah so our next gig is actually our single launch um and we're all we're you know in our kind of our, our, our working life as well and then saska being in um another band as well and we all live in different parts of kind of a scotland too mm-hmm. so um, we've decided just to have a little bit of a break the now. Um, it's just difficult trying to get us all together before Christmas. So what we decided to do is actually have our launch party in February, and that's February the 10th. And that's going to be in um, Sneaky Pete's in Edinburgh. And we're going to have two bands supporting us from that. So that'll be the Blonde Secret and Comfort Gill. And they kind of originate from the Girls Rock School as well. So it's, for us, it's really important to support um, that kind of a progression of, you know, um, the kind of a girls rock school school and giving people a plat- platform to play as well. So, yeah, so that will be our, our um, single launch on the 10th of February. And then on the 2nd of March, yeah, 2nd of March, we will be playing in Glasgow, the old hairdressers. And, and we will be playing with the Human Toys. The Human Toys, I saw them last year at the Wild Weekend in Mallorca and they just blew me away. So they're just kind of subversive, sexy, punk rock, um, PVC and flaming thermons. Um, 
so I asked them if they'd consider coming over and yeah so they're going to do a UK tour and uh, so they'll be playing um in the old hairdressers with us on the, the 2nd of February sorry March 2nd of March do you know what night of the week that is that will be uh let me think Saturday night well cool I'll definitely I'll get myself along for that one then Brilliant, brilliant. Saturdays are good for me. Monday night's radio night, so uh, that's came out. Yeah, yeah. And then we so, have, we've got another one, um, do we? We've got one in August, is that Newcastle? I think we've, yeah, I think we've got another two, haven't we? We've got yeah. another one in Glasgow. When, yeah, we've got one in Glasgow, April the 13th, I think it is. And then, then you yet. Um, um, yeah, we've got one booked in for the first of, I think it's the 1st of August, a Sunday, but that's in Newcastle mm-hmm. um, for Brian from Reduced Clear Records. Um, he's putting us on there and there's lots going on in the background. So we may be appearing sort of, you know, down south as well. Um, that we're just trying to sort all that out at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's like Suzanne said, it's like it's so difficult for us to to get time together because we all live a we live all you know far apart and you know everybody's got very busy lives and yeah so it's it's not easy for us to get together i guess i've got to ask you then where's your socials then to keep an eye on what you're up to yeah we are on pretty much everything (laughs) so we are on uh, facebook we are on x and we are on instagram um we have a band camp page um i did start a youtube page many moons ago but yeah i was i was yeah i didn't keep up to date with that one <laughs> i kind of I fell through um but yeah you'll find us all out there yep yeah now you've released a single one you said february for the the launch uh, do you see any more recordings next year at all is that in your sights i hope so so yeah i'd like to yeah yeah we do have another release penciled in with Spin Out. Mm-hmm. Um, so can't really say any more about that at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Keep an eye on your pages. <laughs> I've got to thank you for, for doing this and taking the time out and then maybe I'd like to invite you through sometime, maybe play a live session for us if we could squeeze that in. Um, we've got a cracking venue here and we do like to get the bands in and, and get them to play live as well. But we're going yeah, to play yeah. out with the, the, the other side, the, the other A side of the, the single ejector seat. So just remind us what that one's about again. Uh, so this is about our double crossing, double agent going into space. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a sort of space race with another um, with another agent. And, um, you know, it's very kind of, if you can imagine, like um, uh, Captain Scarlet kind of, um yeah sort of Anderson you know Jerry Anderson um if you can imagine that and then with the music of Barry Gray who did um you know all the sort of Jerry Anderson themes um and also I think a lot of inspiration has come from instrumentals that have been done by this a band called Solar Flares um so yeah, and Man or Astro Man as well, back in the nineties. <laughs> A random fact is, I think my first records were like 
stingray and, and things like that. And there was, if I remember right, they were in coloured vinyl. And it was just like an, an excerpt from the TV programme, I think. Mm. Amazing. Yeah, great, great. The last thing it does introduce it. Do you fancy doing that? Miss Sukazuki, bring it on down. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, ejector seat.
You can hold her down, but you can't hold her back. Diving down the stairs on a righteous attack. You can't hurt her pride, she does DIY. Count on my if she's gonna die. Do she think she is just saying tie her down? She'll be back later with a brick in her gown. And a fuck off back with the chopper's mind. Tell you out of history and leave you behind. What needs to be done, there's deeds to be done, a war to be won. Emily throws herself in a causes, onto causes, and a hostage. Emily does what needs to be done, there's deeds to be done, a war to be won. Emily throws herself in a causes, onto causes, and a hostage. I think that punk is rebelling against society at large. And ask you say she doesn't matter, but it's time to count. And she's hiding in a cupboard underneath your house. She's defacing cash, turning used to ash. Half the population wanna tear her sash. She'll smash up the shops and she'll attack the cops. Rebellion against tyrants is a beatings to God. But never again, or will she see our faces? Emily D has got a date of the races. What needs to be done, there's deeds to be done, a war to be won. Emily throws herself in a causes, onto causes, and a hostage. Emily does what needs to be done, there's deeds to be done, a war to be won. Emily throws herself in a causes, onto causes, and a hostage. There you are, Shop Belowski, Carlisle and, and Glasgow base, I guess, and that was Emily Does. And before that, it was the Girl Fridays, and thanks for doing that for us. And I look forward to catching you live at some point. Here's Stiff Richards from 2019. This is Bad Disease.
Are you an artist or band looking to get your music heard? Send us your music to be considered for a daytime playlist. You might even be asked to come in and perform live on air. Send your demos to promo at camglenradio.org. Keeping the, the garage punk rock and roll theme going, and that was the head coats there with Girl of Matches, and here's the OCs. This is from way back in 2011, right enough. This is the dream.
on Cam Glen Radio. Mr. Pharmacist. Christmas gig for you next Tuesday at Block. You'll catch the Kosher Pickles, and that was the Kosher Pickles here with Mr. Pharmacist from their new EP. But they also played that live here at Cam Glen Radio as well. So next Tuesday at Block, Block are always free gigs. It says kicks off at half seven. Normally find Blocks a wee bit later, but you'll catch the Kosher Pickles and the Bad Moods. Here's Dick Dudley, and this is Dog Park.
You're listening to Derek McCutcheon's Rebellious Jukebox on Cam Glen Radio, 107.9 FM. This one's called Johnny.
That was casual drag there, not only was that casual drag, but that was casual drag live at Cam Glen Radio when they came in and did a session for us. Back in 2019, and that was Johnny. And you'll catch them live as well, they're doing a gig, Brother Presents Clatty Pat's Club Night at Nice and Sleazy's on December the 21st. 8pm doors and tickets are £8 in advance, so you should go on that. Sprat, Coven, Casual Drag and Good Pariah. Here's the kidney flowers. This is one of the singles from this year. This is Laces. From West House to Stonewall, High Cross Hill to Cunnigarloo, and across the southeast of Glasgow, this is Cam Glen Radio, 107.9 FM. Your voice, your music, your station.
That's a new one from Jesus and Mary Shane. Looking forward to the new album next year. On Thursday night, I'm going out to Block again. I think all the gigs this month for Block are fundraisers for Music Broth. But this is... Uh, so I'll be there on Thursday. Anyway, so here is their last single. This is A Man Who Knew The Origin Part 2. And I know they've been in the studio, so I'm looking forward to stuff coming from them.
Angel's Angel. Well, so long as he behaves himself, I don't mind. If he doesn't get into trouble, I don't mind what he does. Surely being a Hell's Angel by definition means getting into I trouble. I know, I know, that's the general opinion. But there's good and bad. And I think that he's one of the reasonable I mean, I'm not saying he's an angel. That was the Bucket Age, of course, there, living in a cult. That's off their latest album. And another Christmas gig for you, so Manifesto of Bliss with the Bucket Age and Looking Glass Alice and DJ's Death Wish and Bloodstain at the Poetry Club on the 28th of December, 8 to late, and that's £10 a ticket. I'm going to try and get along to that one as well. And there's also, just let me quickly look at the Reverse Cowgirls. They've got a gig coming up as well. I'm just... Googling whilst we're at it here. The Reverse Cowgirls and what's the details of their gig? And Dragged Up and Janelle on Sunday the 17th of December. That's a block as well. So that's a later one and it's free entry. And here they are with The Great Disappearer.
No, she's not there. 